0: Hello, and welcome to the Absolute Recap US Government and Politics Edition. Our philosophy is to maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap U.S. Gov Edition. Today's episode will recap Federalist 51 and limits on government. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 1, Foundations of Democracy. Topic 1.6, Principles of American Government. Our big idea is competing policy-making interests. In our last episode, we looked at the creation of the Constitution and the debate about protecting individual rights and limiting the power of government. Today, we will continue that discussion and look at the three branches of government and how they function together. Federalist 51 outlines the ideas of checks and balances, and helps us further understand how the government was designed to control majority opinion. Let's zoom in. Okay, let's start with some review. Although sometimes used interchangeably, separation of powers and checks and balances, though related, are different. Separation of powers is allowing each branch of government to be independent of the others, And have separate and specific responsibilities think of this like being assigned a role by the teacher in group work one person is the scribe one the table leader timekeeper and table manager although the roles can vary the teacher does this to encourage everyone to work together and prevent one person from dominating the group by giving each person a distinct task the legislative branch makes the laws the executive branch enforces the laws and the judicial branch interprets the laws. Checks and balances, on the other hand, is the ability for each branch of government to place a check, or stop, on the power of the other two. In this way, no one branch is able to become too powerful. James Madison argues for both these ideas in Federalist 51 as an important way to control factions and tyranny of the majority. While Madison admits that majority rules is the only fair way to govern, he was also concerned with power always falling in the hands of the majority. He sees it as normal for people in power to try to increase it. So the best you can hope to do is place limits on how much they can acquire. At the time, the only directly elected group was the House of Representatives. And it's also in power for the shortest amount of time, two years. The president was vetted by the Electoral College and the senators by state legislatures. Federal judges are a step further removed as the people have no say in their nominations or the people who approved them. It is confusing. But basically, all the division of powers and system of checks and balances is because Madison, and a few of the other founders, didn't think people could be trusted to make important decisions and resist the temptations of power. Madison wrote in Federalist 51, If angels were to govern men, neither external nor internal controls on government would be necessary.
1: Hi there, producer Brad here. You may be saying, what the H-E double heck is going on here? To that I'd say, this is a recording and I can't hear you. Now, I'm not usually given the chance to speak on the podcast because I'm not a teacher in the literal or figurative sense. I was at one point a student and a poor one. Therefore, I consider myself a bit of a connoisseur de tutor, which is Latin for tutor expert. So I know quality tutology when I see it. And the Absolute Recap virtual tutoring program is top-notch. AP classes are challenging, and sometimes you may need extra help. If you are looking for more In-depth, personalized support, sign up for virtual tutoring with your favorite podcasting teacher. Each 60-minute session is held through Zoom and is structured to meet your specific needs. So if you have a big test coming up, just can't master those multiple-choice questions, or need help improving your writing skills, we've got you covered. Our tutors provide opportunities for you to practice content and skills with graded feedback. Visit our website to reserve a session with a tutor for your specific subject and time zone. Now back to the recap.
0: So what exactly are these controls? If I were you, I would grab a piece of paper for this part of the episode, as visuals help. Imagine a triangle with each branch of government at one of the points. Then imagine two sets of arrows connecting the points, one going clockwise and the other counterclockwise. This is the basic visual for checks and balances. Each point has an arrow going to the other two, just like each branch of government has a certain amount of power over the other two. I like to put the judicial branch at the top of the triangle. It has the final say on interpreting the Constitution. The Supreme Court has the power to rule if the laws of Congress or executive orders are unconstitutional. This is called judicial review and was established by the Supreme Court case Marbury v. Madison in 1803. The president has the power to veto laws Congress passes pardon federal felons, and nominate judges and other members of the bureaucracy. Congress can override a president's veto with two-thirds vote in both houses, can confirm or deny presidential nominations, and treaties must be passed by the Senate. Congress also has the power to impeach members of each of the other branches of government. It's complicated, but there are lots of great visual graphics online to help keep track of it all, some of which can be found in the study guides available on our website. As confusing as the system is, It also guarantees that the government's actions must satisfy many different opinions and gives more than one branch and group of people the ability to influence government policy. It is worth noting that both the executive and judicial branches have grown in power since the establishment of the Constitution, especially in the last 100 years. It is unlikely this trend will reverse in an age of increasing concerns about domestic and cybersecurity. The president will be expected to continue to fight the war on terror and the court Courts will have to continue to interpret the Constitution as new situations with technology present themselves. To recap, concerns about human nature and tyranny of the majority led to creating three separate and distinct branches of government. Each branch has its own responsibilities and is capable of preventing the other two from gaining too much power through its system of checks and balances. And while the government is more powerful now than it ever has been, so too are the American people, with the direct elections of senators and expansion to voting rights in the 20th century. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap U.S. Government Edition, Congress. Today's question of the day is about the Senate. When were people given the power of direct election of their senators? For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. For updates on episode schedules, study guides... And to contact us with questions and suggestions, please visit our website, theabsoluterecap.com. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by an AP Gov teacher. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Time's up. Votes are in. Thank you for listening to The Absolute Recap U.S. Government and Politics Edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020. Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.